Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Everybody, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Thank you so much for that. And you know, gosh, wasn't that a great show? I love, love, love what our hosts are bringing forward and what they have to say. Um, you know, the thing that I'm really struck by, I'm struck by a couple of things today. The first, I want to give a big shout out for all, to all of our producers. I'm going to start and go around the horn. Hi, Mr. Benny. Howdy, doodly neighbor. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday. Yeah. And then Zach and Olivia, they're a tag team. And it, along with Benny, it takes a village, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It takes a village. And, you know, we have a very special show today for a lot of reasons. A um, couple of events and a couple of things that are happening. And I just want to mention before I introduce all of you to Carrie, um, I mentioned sort of this song that is getting ready to be released, but there is going to be an event in Seattle on the 13th, I believe it is. And we're going to be part of that. Um, also, we're going to be part of doing an event with the mayor um, as well. And that is to make sure that we're bringing a message of love forward. And that message of love is in the spirit of you know, having love replace violence. And so you're going to be hearing more about that. The, the reason I'm bringing it up is that, you know, one of the things I love about this is that uh, we are working with some of the most incredible people. Uh, Carrie Kadambi is one of those people. And when I say incredible people, what is it that makes them so incredible? Well, part of this is they're like you and they're like me. Somewhere along the way, they've taken a journey to their yes only to find out their yes was a maybe that ultimately turned out to be a no so that they could find their true yes. That's what I'm saying. It's like the thing that I am so excited now to talk about more than anything is that thing that shows up. Uh, in Carrie's, uh, in, in her words, it is a spirit, a spirited evolution, a spirited evolution. And you're going to find out what that means and why this is important and what this fabulous new show is all about. Because when you think about the evolution of things, you almost want to hit the snooze button, as Terry would say. But if you break the snooze button habit, what you have is a spirited evolution. And that means a lot of things for a lot of people. But I know that the minute I'm saying something like that for all of you, you're like, oh, that's different. That's not like watching my fingernails grow. That's something exciting. How does it get exciting? Well, that's what you're going to hear about. Born and raised right here in the PNW. That's not <laughs> peanut butter and something else. That's Pacific Northwest. Carrie's journey is what you're going to hear about today. But beyond the journey... When we go into what is life's roller coaster ride, or better known in my case, walking down a dark alley in Manhattan, things happen. When you go from one end to the other, you do blow the doors off of negativity and doubt. But the journey is what we want to talk with you about in 2020. When the journey becomes the journey person, that's when you know you have really kicked up spirited evolution in a special way. Carrie, great to have you. Thank you, Dr. Pat. I'm excited to be here. I really hey, appreciate a, your intro. I got to get a groove on right here, right? What's that? We got to get a groove on. Absolutely. We need to be spirited about our work and our evolution. I want yes. to ask you about that word spirited. Let's, let's dig in with that. 
Well, well, that's multi-layered, you know, spirited, you can think directly of like spirit. We are spirit and there is spirit on the other side of the veil that we can communicate with. So there's that. And then spirited to me also means, you know, as action, like we take action. So when we talk about um, uh, awakening, you know, we can awaken, but are we going to take action? We can get information from our our intuition or from our spirit guides or angels or however you want to term it. But unless we take action, we're not really going to move. So that spirited is really kind of multi-layer can be used in a, in a number of different ways. Yeah. You know, one of the things I said earlier in introducing you, and I want to get right to it. I don't know about you, but um, Jessica, starting last year, she and I had, as you would say, a spirited evolution, and we didn't know it, but we know we had it because we were different. One. We went to an event. Yeah, Carrie, for real, like one thing. We did one thing, and it changed us, mm -hmm. but it changed us in so many different ways. It was almost like we got hit with a lightning bolt to activate our vision into action. And I wanted to ask you about this from your perspective, because sometimes we can have communication, spirit communications, and it's like a portal opens. We, it's like the floodgate opens, but sometimes it isn't like that. What was it for you? And here's the question for you that I've been asking people for 16 years. I know. You ready? I'm ready. What challenges and what obstacles did you have to overcome to talk about this today to bring you to this very moment? Oh my goodness. Um, I know. Well, <clears throat> it's been, it's been That's a, a really... spirited evolution question. <laughs> it's been a long road and it's taken me a lot of steps along the way. So first of all, was kind of opening my mind to the idea that there is something beyond us, something greater than us. And uh, I call that like divine spirit guidance. Some people may call it God or source or angels or whatever. So coming to understand that that existed um, was a big thing. And then over time, as I <clears throat> more regularly connected with that and, and took action and followed it, there, there's times that one has doubts and gets blocked in some way. And a lot of a lot of those are related to what I call limiting beliefs that may come from um, conditioning we received in our growing up years from family or community or religion or, you know, whatever it is. And we can actually, through a number of ways, work to heal those limiting beliefs or sometimes their traumas that are held in the body. Um, so I had to get over some of those limiting beliefs like uh, learning that I'm a healer to be able to stand in a place and say that I'm a healer took me some healing, <laughs> let's say. But the uh, coming to know about spirit, I had an experience. I was an exchange student to Brazil when I was 16. And while I was there, one of my host family's brothers took me to, um, uh, it was called an Umbanda church, which is a, an Afro-Brazilian religion in Brazil. And there they often have members who incorporate, who, who be, are mediums to a, a, what's called Ovelho Preto, which means the old black man, who were typically slaves in previous lives. And so while I was there, one of them incorporated. And out of curiosity, I wandered over just to watch because they were talking to people. And they turned and started telling me things about my life. And one of the things I do remember clearly them telling me was that my sister would travel to Brazil. And she was only 11 at the time. I'm thinking, why would my sister travel to Brazil? Well, many, many years later, she ended up marrying someone who grew up in Brazil. And she did travel to Brazil. And so just that was my first experience of realizing that spirit can speak through someone and started yeah. me on my road to yeah. going to different mediums and tarot card readers and, you know, um, automatic writers and just the, you know, the whole, the whole thing, psychics. 
And so that was a, my path of searching outward for that connection to spirit, uh, for getting answers for things and getting yeah. guidance. And then during that process, there were actually on two or three different occasions, mediums or psychics who told me, you can do this. And then it was much later, I actually started on that path that mm -hmm. I could actually connect to spirit for that guidance. Yeah. And you know, one of the things about this is that for people and introducing you to folks today, you know, that journey and moving beyond that journey and coming to this place today and stepping into this and saying yes to it is really about the not not so much the introduction, but almost the next layer and level for really taking this divine guidance gift out into the world. And I want to ask you when we come back from break, I, I want to talk with you about how that discovery guided you to be the person, Carrie, you are today. That person, how you show up in the world today, who you are, what the gift is you're bringing forward in the world today, and how the healing journey in all of us is so seriously important. It is so seriously important that when we each run into what we like to call health issues or a health crisis, what is it about that that's helping us peel the layers back mm -hmm. to reveal something unusual and magnificent? All of that and much more when we come back. Very special show today. So thrilled to be having all of you meet Carrie. And when we come back, I'm gonna tell you what a, spirit of, a spirited evolution will do for you but more importantly, what it will do for you at the times in your life where you are not able to do much of anything for yourself. Stay tuned for all of that. We'll be right back. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force. Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction. Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, certified life and recovery coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with Oracle Cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, 
And of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle Cards. You can order the Heart's Journey Healing Hearts Oracle Cards and Guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on Soul Wisdom Abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at JenniferBloom.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. For more information about me, go to the Dr. Pat Show. Um, pretty soon, yep, we're going to, you're going to be seeing my website, but that's like been 16 years coming. Um, more importantly, I am so thrilled to introduce you to Carrie, Carrie Kadambi. And the reason that I want to introduce you to Carrie is fourfold. First of all, I want you to know about her gifts. When I talk about spirited evolution and what the connection and spirited communication is about, you're going to hear about that today. Carrie, before we keep going, I'd like folks to know, how do they find out more about you? Uh, let's give them the website, if we could. Um, and then, you know, you're launching something in April, so tell folks about that. All right. Um, you can find out more about me by going to my website, which is the divine guidance gift.com and you can see um my blogs there which i'll talk about in a little bit and um services and then a program <clears throat> i have a program called the divine guidance gateway and it's for women who long to connect to their uh what i call divine spirit guidance and that is spirit that um guides us those higher order spirits as opposed to um just loved ones who've passed and it's a six-week online program where we'll meet weekly and we'll also practice making that connection. And um, yeah, so it's a, a great opportunity to create community and practice and learn more about how to make that connection with your divine spirit guidance. I love it. Now, today is uh, really an honor for me to be introducing to you know a 16-year loyal listening audience. They're the best on the planet. Um, you know, recently I've shared more about my own healing journey and what that's like and what that means, but it's hard to really capture the essence of a healing journey unless you've really gone through it. Although you can be part of somebody else's healing journey, there's something transformative that does happen to people. Um, and my question is, you know, in your own journey, you know, what was your healing journey like and what did it open up for you? Oh, my goodness. Well, again, it's been a, a long path and uh, I wish I could say there was just one healing journey. Right. <laughs> There's yeah, no. multiple and different layers. Yeah. So I think the biggest one for me was uh, I had a really difficult year with family relationships and there were two deaths like three months apart. And one of them was my father who died suddenly at 54 and there had been relationship issues between he and I. And um, so it was really very difficult, a very difficult time. And after um, that, a few months later, my health started declining and I had no energy at all, probably a little bit depressed. I uh, you know, went to Western medical doctors. They couldn't really figure anything out, You know, didn't seem to see a problem with thyroid or whatever. So I ended up starting on a journey of um, going to alternative um, healing methods. Um, I received Reiki for the first time. I went to a naturopath, um, acupuncturist, and I began to see that there was a mind-body connection, that um, the... Uh, that I wasn't happy with my life, that I had no goals, that I was, I was a mother of two young children and I didn't have the life goals that I used to have, yeah. you know, when I worked out in the corporate world and stuff. So I, I wasn't happy and that was actually affecting my health. There was um, probably a good year where I spent a lot of time 
uh, in bed because I was so exhausted and a lot of time crying. I, I say I cried buckets. I really cried a lot. But I had one particular instance where I was lying in bed. I was crying. I was angry. I was still angry with my father for some of his behaviors. And I actually said out loud, nobody else was around, but I said out loud, I will never forgive you. And then there was just this, you know, a quiet moment. And I heard, and you not forgiving him only poisons yourself. And it was like, that hit me. And at the time, I didn't really think about where did that come from? Because it was new to me. It wasn't my own thought process, but I wasn't really aware of the whole spirit connection stuff at that point but it really it really hit me and I realized there was a truth to it a deep truth that I had to do forgiveness work for me and not it wasn't for him so that was kind of a beginning of a a mind body awareness you know Um, then from that point on I began reading a lot of self-help books on you know on personal growth and metaphysical and started making some life changes. I ended up going back to school, doing something that I was passionate about, which gave me a sense of purpose, which I think is really important. I think that's what lights people up is when they can have a sense of purpose in some way. And that came uh, as part of my healing journey. And another piece was learning to love myself because back at that time, I I thought, um, I mean, I really wasn't aware of self-love And I thought that self-care was selfish. And I came to realize, no, that we do need to love ourselves and self-care is part of that. So that self-love was learning to love myself physically, you know, mentally, emotionally. It was a, it's it's not an easy thing, but it is so core to our being able to move forward in a, in a healthy, uh, way in our lives. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that's so hard for for folks, and I think this is part of what you discover, and we all discover when we have a journey like this is, you know, we have spent a lot of time in our lives investing in others, whether it be at the workplace, whether it be raising kids, you know, whether it be volunteering or support groups, you know, we spend a lot of time in support of other people, right? Um, in general, I think women do that. And, you know, it's, it's women don't own the entire platform, but we certainly own quite a bit of it. Um, And when it comes to us, though, the practice of putting us first in any way is very difficult. I, I think that I work with women around investing money in themselves. And that right there alone is one of the greatest challenges. And it's not a simple matter of saying to someone like in the old model, well, just go take a hundred bucks out of the bank and go get your nails done. I mean, it's just not that, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a different journey that goes along and there's healing that has to happen at, at that level and more. But the gift that you receive from this it's extraordinary at many, many layers. And I wonder if you're anything like me, I never thought in a million years that I'd be sitting here doing what I'm doing today. (laughs) Never, ever, ever. How about you? Oh my goodness. Well, I am so grateful that you are doing what you're doing. And, um, I, (laughs) yeah. So moving into what I'm doing, again, it's been several levels of changes, you know, first was the stepping, you know, the healing myself and then stepping into the, yes, I'm a healer, you know, as I had gone back to school to become a shiatsu massage practitioner and a Reiki master and, and all of that. But one of the steps along my journey was um, actually finding out about a healing center in Brazil. And because I had been to Brazil as an exchange student and I speak Portuguese, anything about Brazil attracted me. And I learned to follow, I, this was after I had already done some self-work, I really felt a drive to go visit this healing center, not entirely knowing why, but I had given myself permission to do that. And of course, finally brought it up with my then husband and got permission and I went. And this was a whole another layer of my healing and personal growth and spiritual development. Yeah. Uh, because this healing center there, you actually ask spirit 
for help with whatever you need, whether it be physical, emotional, mental, spiritual relationship, whatever it is. Yeah. And what I learned there that really anything is possible because there were some truly miraculous healings physically, but sometimes if they weren't physically, they were emotionally or spiritually uh, healed in some way. Mm. So I learned that you can ask for help from spirit. And I have like <laughs> my, my first trip there, over 12 years, I went 13 times, but my first trip there, there was an overarching lesson that I learned. And that lesson was that um, we're here to be in relationship with others and we don't yeah. have to do everything ourselves. Because I, I was brought up to be pretty independent and I had this, for whatever reason, internal belief that you have to do it all by yourself. Yeah. And my experience at the CASA on that uh, trip showed me over and over and over again that I not only can ask for help, I need to ask for help. <laughs> and uh, kind of the 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 cornerstone experience of that was on my trip home from that uh, on on my way home on the airplane from that i was not supposed to lift my luggage because i'd had what they call a spiritual intervention and it's like having a surgery wow. so you're supposed to take care of yourselves so i wasn't right. supposed to lift my luggage but <clears throat> i managed to lift it onto the conveyor belt to go through security and i was just like so exhausted it was like oh my gosh i can't lift it I'm not going to be able to lift it into overhead bin when I get on the airplane. I am going to have to ask for help. <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. So I, I'm getting on the airplane, dragging my carry on behind me, getting, you know, down toward my seat. And as soon as I get to my seat on the airplane, there's the steward standing there. And I didn't even have to ask him. He grabbed my bag and put it in the overhead bin without saying it. So it was like, I had made the decision I was going to ask. Spirit must have guided this fellow to be there at the right yeah. time yeah. to know that I had this need and to take yeah. care of me. It was a huge shift for me yeah. you know, to realize that I can ask for help and help is received. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting about that too, because I've, I've been in similar situations where you don't even know that there is a help that you need, Right. And, you know, somewhere along the way, something magically, mysteriously, or at least at the time seems, shows up, right? Yes. But when we look at this closer, and we'll talk about this when we come back, is the underlying, what I think is, the underlying energy of spirit is to help us and help us heal. And as you say, heal, grow, and evolve. When we come back. Um, I want to talk with you, Carrie, about this idea of a spirited evolution and what does that mean and how you went from this understanding, right, about communicating with spirit to having your own connection and what that looks like in the evolution of you becoming you. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Tap into the wisdom of animals, angels, and masters with Darcy Pariso on Animal Soul Wisdom Radio. Tune in monthly as Darcy brings insights on how to better understand and deepen our relationships with animals. Working with light and pureness of ancient techniques, Darcy, healer, animal communicator, and medium is here to guide you through this process and provide inspiration to move forward. For more information about working with Darcy, visit DarcyPariso.com. Hey, how's it going? If it's stressful or just plain exhausting, New Light Living is here to ask, is this the way you want to live? Join me, your intuitive spiritual life coach and host, Orika Sullivan, every week on New Light Living. Discover the power of creative tools to start living every day as your ideal dream day. See your life in the new light. To learn more, visit newlightliving.com. Are you ready to transform your life and embrace magical experiences? Talking to Tannis with your host Tannis McRae is here to help you find your joy in life. Tune in live every first and third Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Let's awaken your experience and create the change necessary to take back your right to choose who you are. For more about Tannis, visit TalkingToTannis.com. 
Have you ever wondered what your pets think about? Do you know what your pets are saying to you? Dr. Monica will be your pet's translator to help you understand what your pets are trying to communicate to you. Enhance the bond with your furry friends on Pets Talk with Pet Communicator, Dr. Monica, each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Dr. Monica, visit PetCommunicator.com. Sanskrit is not just a language to be written and spoken, but it is a doorway to gaining understanding of how we experience life and truth. Conscious Confidence is a book written by Sanskrit scholar Sarah Main. The stories Sarah shares will take you on a journey of understanding how the power of this ancient language is not only still relevant, but can truly transform your everyday life. Drawing upon the deeper meanings behind the Sanskrit words for confidence, Sarah Main outlines principles for harnessing the fourfold energy of conscious confidence. Focusing, uniting, simplifying, and energizing. Not just a book, a life guide. Available now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Inner Traditions. You can find all of those links on ConsciousConfidence.com. Everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Um, so thrilled to be introducing all of you to Carrie, okay? And this is why. This is the year for each of us to bring our gifts to the forefront. And when I say that, you may not even know what they are, but it really is the year and the energy. And somebody said something interesting to me the other day, Carrie. They said, well, but Mercury is in retrograde. Let me tell you about, how, about Mercury for, for those of us that are in broadcasting or communication, any kind of communication, spirit communication, it doesn't mean the world stops. It means that sometimes we just have this way about us in communicating that might be different or needed differently. And that's really what we're about to talk about is what is my spirited evolution really mean? And what is it that, you know, Carrie has discovered that she's going to share with you around this part of the journey, which is now that you've got this awakening, now what? What do you do? Before we do that, Carrie, one more time, tell folks how they can find out more about you, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Pat. They can find more information about me on my website, thedivineguidancegift.com. And... Um, on there, you can see uh, I have private sessions available to help with healing work. I have a blog there, which is uh, channeled messages from spirit that um, I've gotten a lot of good feedback on. And I have a program that I'll be launching in April called the Divine Guidance Gateway to help women who want to connect to their divine spirit guidance to help guide their lives. And there's a um, six, a six week program that we meet online and a lot of materials to go over and creating community to help support one another to experience uh, that connecting to that divine loving wisdom that's available for all of us. Mm. Um, look, part of taking the journey is that we have to suit up and show up. And, you know, now where, where we come full cycle is to talk about your spirited evolution. You know, having gone through what you went through and now here you are showing up, what does that mean for you? What did you discover about communicating with spirit? What was your experience of it? And how did you fine tune to bring your own connection to the forefront? Oh my gosh, it's, it's made a huge difference in my life, how, how I live my life. Yeah. And again, it was a, it was a long journey of uh, little steps along the way. Um, before I, what I call awoke, I actually was receiving guidance, but didn't really recognize it or just wasn't really paying attention that it was coming really from outside of myself. I told the story of uh, hearing the voice, like if I wouldn't forgive my father that I was only po poisoning myself. Well, that was one event. I'd had other synchronicities pop up where I had been traveling in DC with my husband at the time, and we were going to visit the town and then take a light rail back and have his sister pick us up at the station. And this was in the days before we had cell phones. Long story short, we had a little disagreement and decided to go our own way for the rest of the day. 
And then I knew I had to get, had to get back to that train station and be there at the right time so I could get a ride. And the time wasn't actually set. Well, long story short, I'm wandering around doing the sightseeing thing. And then I kind of hear it's time to go back now. So I start heading back to the um, the mall area of DC and I'm hearing like, uh, you need to run. So I'm like, okay. So I run, I run, run. <clears throat> I get down there onto the station. The train I need is right there. I hop on the train and two rows in front of me is my then husband sitting on that train. Wow. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it didn't dawn on me. Like, where did that voice come from? But that was part of the process. So then later I started uh, with the help of a particular medium she was suggesting, you know, you can get this information. So just start with asking spirit to help you find a parking spot. And so I did that. And it's like, wow, that kind of works, you know? <laughs> and then I asked for help. Like when I'm driving, sometimes I'd be driving on the road and I want to change lanes. And I hear like, no, wait, that car there is going to take a right. So just wait until they do that. Then you mm. move over. Sure enough, you know, they did. And then I started doing a little more active um, asking. I learned how to use a pendulum. And I believe, you know, spirit has uh, a hand in those responses. I started learning how to use, um, uh, not the tarot deck, but, um, uh, Oracle deck cards. Yeah. And oh my goodness, spirit shows yeah. up for that. So I've used them for myself and, and with others. And then I finally, uh, reached a stage. Well, I shouldn't say finally, you know, there's always <laughs> ongoing evolution, but I started channeled writing. So I would write a question and then I would sit quietly and whatever response would come, I would write that down. And by writing it, what it allowed me to see was I could go back later in time and read it and realize that that wasn't my voice or it was an idea that I really hadn't had before. Um, it's a sense of humor that I <laughs> don't feel like I'm that witty and they show up kind of humorous sometimes. And um, so, yeah, it was this this progress uh, progression of how I was connecting to spirit. And then like remembering I can ask, you know, spirits there, like you had said earlier, spirits always there for all of us. We all have our own guides and all we have to do is ask. And they're like ready, ready to help us. Yeah. But then we also have to act. To me, that's the evolution piece. You know, if you don't take action on the guidance you receive, you may not make the progress that you hope to make. You may not change or evolve into living your best and highest self. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, it's interesting that um, we went through this phase, I think, over the past 10 years, I'd say, where we thought asking was enough. And I think in a lot of cases, asking is. And what I mean by that is, you know, we're very good at doing things, right? We're like great doers. But is what we're doing going to get us from where we are to where we want to go? And I want to ask you, how do you actively communicate with spirit to get that kind of guidance? Because I think you're right about it. I think a lot of times we're doing some asking and we're, then we're not doing that next thing. Right. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I, you know, spirit has had a hand in helping me with things like buying a car. You know, they were telling me it's going to be red and I'm like, Ooh, red, that's a little flashy. I don't know if I can have a red car. Well, long story short, it did. It turned out to be a red car. It helped me when I was in the process of finding my next home, I was going to buy something and remodel it and ended up building from scratch, which I wasn't expecting, but spirit right. provided me messages that helped me understand that this was safe and this was the route to go. And now, um, almost on a daily basis, I will ask for spirit for their guidance. And I, I receive it in a number of different ways. I may hear it. I may see like a vision of something. Sometimes it's a knowing or a feeling. And when I get my tail in a knot, as I say, sometimes I'll go sit down and I'll all right. You know, I, I probably show up a little bit like a, a three-year-old having a bit of a tantrum, you know, on the floor, flailing about and crying. Right. You know, I'm like, help me. What am I supposed to do? And then I listen and write down what it is that comes through. And it's always so incredibly loving. And they never ask me to do anything more than I'm capable of doing. But they, they, uh, I wouldn't say they're stern taskmasters, but they definitely will, you know, 
put you up to the task. Like this, this is yours to do. And like, let's step into it, you know? So I am still learning about the feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. And, and one of these happens to be being on this show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to really show up and be public about this is one of my growth areas and spirit well, has helped me with that. Well, you know, part of it is, yes, um, you know, we can get the help that we need. You know, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is, you know, this is when we think about the spirit guidance and what you've created, right? You know, we're looking at the many, many ways that we use spirited evolution or spirit guidance to help us. Some folks believe, Carrie, that, well, wait a minute, we only need to use it for the big things. But then we discover that that is really not true, right? Take us on a, a little bit of a journey and talk with us a little bit um, exactly the way you just did about the car because folks hear something like this and a lot of times they don't think, well, I can do it too. But what you're doing now is you're helping others do what you do. Absolutely. It, it can be very easy and a lot of it is just... Uh, you know, taking the time to quiet yourself and also to be aware. For example, when I was doing the car shopping, I had set a budget for myself and I had looked at a number of different places. And, and then I called this one uh, car dealership, told them what I was looking for. And they said, well, you know, we have two cars on the lot uh, that probably fit that. And what, you know, before I had gone there and I had heard, you know, spirits say it'll be a red car, you know, part of me was kind of doubting it, but it was still stuck there in my mind. So I went to the lot and the first car we looked at was blue and it was kind of mid-level as yeah. far as amenities. And then uh, he said, oh, and the other car, I think it's in the back here. Okay, let's go through here. And um, yeah, it's a red car. And I'm like, what? It's a red uh -huh. car. And it was fully loaded. It had like everything on it. And I'm thinking, oh, that's probably not going to work because like I have my budget. <laughs> so we go into the sales deal and, you know, they give me both, um, you know, offers on both cars. And so I told them very clearly, uh, here's my budget. And if you can give me the red car for this budget, then I'll do that. And of course, the fellow's like, okay, I got to go talk to my manager. <laughs> thinking, oh, yeah. Okay, here it goes. So I wait a minute, he comes back and he says, I want to shake your hand. The car is yours. <laughs> what? Wow. So it was like, I feel like, you know, the spirit guidance helped me like trust that and kind of stand in my own power. So you can use it for, I mean, buying a car is kind of a big thing, but you can use it for small things. Like I said, uh, one time I, I had a hairdresser I was going to for a second appointment and I couldn't find the address. I couldn't get a hold of them to remember exactly where they were. So I asked spirit to guide me. I knew the general direction and, um, but I couldn't remember which off ramp from the freeway. And so spirits like get off here. So I get off there on, on the first, uh, exit. And then they're like, turn left here. So I turn left there and then I recognize the building a block away. Wow. I was like, wow. You know, and that's seemingly kind of a simple thing. So you can ask, you know, there's nothing too small and there's nothing too big. And it's not like, you know, there's a line standing in front of spirit and that if yours isn't good enough, they don't have time for it. Yeah, no, exactly. That's, that's not true. We can always ask. And then sometimes recognize that we, we get what we need, maybe not what we want. You know, so if I had in that car purchase said I wanted a Ferrari, but really what I needed was a car that was good at managing a hill with snow because I kind of live on a hill that gets some snow sometimes, wow. you know, I, I got what I needed. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things too, is that, you know, as we're talking about these things, there's, there's certainly this, this uh, process of cultivation, right? Yes. And let's talk about the cultivation process, because, you know, saying yes to coming on the show and talking about it. And then also, as you move forward and you're doing your show and talking to folks about things, there is this idea that we can cultivate our intuition, that we can take that gift, that voice and bring it forward. There's there's a two part thing to this, which I'd love for you to talk about. 
how often do we get that intuition that works for us and we don't act on it? So, you know, how do we build the bridge of, tr of trust mm. in the evolution of this, right? Because this is spirited evolution. Absolutely. Yes. Building the trust. That's a, that's a really huge thing. And part of this goes back to, um, I really believe we need to be embodied. We need to be in our body because our body has a messaging system and yeah. can tell us what's true for us and what's not true. And I didn't realize for years that when I was trying to make a decision before all the spirit stuff came about, that I would go about gathering all the information and use my analytical mind to make yeah. a decision. But then the final decision would be how it felt. And that was a body feeling. So to be able to go into your body to help with those decisions. Um, and then as far as like cultivating your intuition, you know, being able to uh, quiet your mind so that you can hear what may come through or, and hone your attention so that you can be aware because those messages, they may come through right in the moment that you're asking, yeah. but they might also come through later in the day, later in the week. So, you know, pay attention to what people are brought into your life and what they're saying. Sometimes you might have three people in a day say the same thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, knock, knock. That's a message for you. Sometimes uh, you might be driving in the car and a song plays on the radio and it says exactly what you needed to hear. So that's another, you know, way of like paying attention. Uh, if you go to a bookstore and you're walking down the aisle perusing and if a book I say falls off the shelf, meaning that like literally you laser uh, focus on it, like it, it draws you, right? And you open it and start reading through. It's like, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I needed. So these are ways that spirit can be showing up. Yeah. And, and when I say intuition, so some people think of intuition, it can be kind of a number of things. It, but what I believe from my study of spiritism is that our spirit guides are always with us. And that sometimes they're kind of tapping us on the shoulder to be aware of something. And that intuition can be that. It could be connection to your higher self and what your higher self knows. Um, but it's, I think, often also spirit who's there guiding us and yeah. setting up synchronistic events that happen and all kinds of beautiful things. Yeah. Well, I don't you think though, too, and we'll be talking more about this is that, you know, this is the day and age where, uh, you know, I, I mean, honestly, I have to put my phone, right? Right. I have to put my cell over here uh, because 24 seven, boom, you're getting a message, you're getting a message. What's interesting is we're going to be starting a text interface here in about a month or two adding that to the way we communicate with our, our audience and we have to do it. And let me tell you why. Um, over the weekend, um, I mean, this is one of these things where you have a spirited evolution, but boy, you better do something about it. You know, about two months ago, we had 5 .5 .5 or 5.7 million visits to one of our websites and over a weekend and you know we had to investigate it man are the bots out there you know i mean all techie stuff right well in the past four days we've had the same thing happen you know uh seven hundred thousand within an hour you know over the weekend again another 2.3 million and, you know, this is the world we live in. So we're here and we're asking the left brain questions, right? We're like, oh my gosh, what's the left brain answer? But that isn't always the spirited evolution for solution, right? And this is where you come in because sometimes you can not you can have this thing that happens but you are not going to get the guidance you need to know what to do and it's fascinating because we're redesigning everything and have to make some decisions but this is not the kind of thing you want to get upset about because it's a really good thing but sometimes carrie you have to ask for guidance and it's not always logical and linear is it Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it can be very unexpected. 
And one thing that I didn't address earlier was um, we may get that guidance, but then we need to take action on it. But what holds us back from making uh, taking action sometimes is uh, recognizing that we we hold a limiting belief of I don't, you know, I don't uh, deserve this, or I can't do that, or um, you know, whatever, I'm not worthy, you know, whatever it is, there are things that hold us back. And so doing that personal growth work, that healing work, recognizing where we have root causes that we hold on a physical level that then trigger us to behave in ways that are not really healthy for us or others that are around us. Yeah. Um, all of these things, we need to work on actively recognizing them. So noticing what our patterns are and what's not serving us and working to heal those. And all of that will help raise our vibration. And when we can raise our vibration, it feels better for one, but also it makes it easier to connect to that spirit guidance. And so that personal growth piece and healing piece, I believe is so key to being able to make this connection and being able to take action yeah. on the guidance that you receive so that you can evolve. Yeah, because we're not techie people. And I mean, this is one of those perfect examples where we got an, a solution for this that is not a techie solution, right? Because, the, and this is the last thing I wanna ask you about, and I know in your show, you're gonna do a lot more of this, but sometimes you will get information that is so not about something in your wheelhouse and you have to trust it anyway, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. And <laughs> I have to say case in point is when your uh, show contacted me about having a show, originally right. I thought, oh, they just want to invite me on a podcast. Yeah, I need to do that. That's stepping out on the edge for me. And I was like, oh no, have a whole show. Oh my yeah. goodness, do two one hour segments a month. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And of course it would have been very easy to say, mm, nah, I don't think so. But it was like, no spirit has like made this connection and it's mine to step into. And I need to do my work to be comfortable with it and prepare myself for it because it's part of why I'm here in the world and what I'm to bring to others so that yeah. they can evolve. Right. Yeah. So I'm evolving and hopefully helping others to also heal and evolve. Yeah, there's no question about it. And we're gonna we're gonna hear lots more from you. Carrie, thank you for today. Wow, what a this hour went fast. Um, hey, one last thing, personal message, but also how can people find out more about you? How can they work with you? Absolutely. Uh, they can check out my website, the divineguidancegift.com. I have uh, private sessions available there. And of course, the program that's starting in April to help women connect to their divine spirit guidance. And I just want to say thank you very much, Dr. Pat, for uh, this wonderful hour. What a great introduction to uh, being on the radio. <laughs> I got to tell you that I, we are so clear here today. I don't even know how to find the words. Maybe you'll help me do that. We don't know right now how it is that we're being asked to get an, a whole different elevated level of communicating. And every time, Carrie, we decide we're going to play smaller than the universe wants us to play, we get reminded yeah. we better not do that. So I'm going to be talking with you about, and maybe the next time we chat, about why and how if you don't know your why, the first thing out of the gate should be to trust it when it does give you a glimmer or a slimmer or some idea. Carrie, thank you so much for today. What do you want to leave us with today? Oh my goodness. Anything is possible. You have everything within you to do what you need to do. And you're supported lovingly by your higher guidance. So start connecting. Hey, I love it. And you know, for everybody out there, please, you're going to hear lots more about Carrie. This is the time to not take the journey alone. Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time.